Here goes nothing. It's me. You said I had an adjustment on the house. I'm ready to redeem it. Uh, meet me at neutral grounds, 4 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. The first one. There's a new one now, or I don't know if it's open yet, but they're definitely franchising. So the <coughs> South God's Head location? Episode 3, Early Action. Dear Maddie, I recently started as a manager at a tech startup. I began on the same day as the interns, and the office isn't big on meet and greets, so I was never properly introduced to my coworkers. My company also is big on remote communication phone calls, instant messaging, email, you get the picture. Today, about three months after I started, I was microwaving my lunch when one of my coworkers asked me what my major is. I realized with a rush of panic that he thinks I'm an intern. And it's not just him, it's everyone. Everyone thinks I'm an intern. The interns are leaving next week, and I'm afraid my coworkers will wonder why I'm still here. How do I explain that I've been managing them these past months without upending the social hierarchy, or worse, causing them to lose their respect for me as a manager? Yours, Hierarchy Anarchy. An Americano. Well, that's what I always get. You're very predictable. Compliments of capital claims and adjustments. Uh... Thanks? Mm. This coffee is lukewarm. This place is called Neutral Grounds. Not every coffee place can serve their beverages in a chalice wreathed in flames. Rings of Fire is cornered that market. You look... professional. No bandolier today, huh? Not today, Imogen. So, I have some questions. You will fill out this form, please. Is this Mad Libs? Please fill out the form. Do I get a gold star when I'm done? If that's what you require. I was joking. I didn't... You really brought stickers? Have people asked for stickers? You'd be surprised. I guess I thought your clientele was a little more classy. 
You're part of our clientele, aren't you? You're also less exuberant today. I have a sore throat. You sound fine. Idiocy gives me hives. Just fill out the sheet. Okay. I... Can I just use my initials? I really don't want this on record. Okay. I... I-R-C am contracting with... I guess this is where I put your name. Lorem Ipsum. You're not working with Lorem Ipsum. You're working with capital claims and adjustments. Okay, then. To adjust the possessions of God's Head State University by removing my academic records. What now? Initial here, 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 not there, and here. What's this checkbox for? Don't check that. Ride-along option. I can come along? It's just a formality. Don't... You checked it. I did. In that case, I'm going to need you to sign this hold harmless agreement. Okay, let me see. You don't have to read it, just sign it. I, the undersigned, agree that I will take no legal action against capital claims and adjustments in the case of accidental injury, dismemberment, or death. Seriously? Death? I told you not to check it. Legally, I am required to inform you no one has died on a ride-along. Yet. Caused by negligence or improper action on behalf of the firm or its employees due to, but not limited to, the following causes. Weather conditions... Ghosts? A ghost is no less believable than a god. But the gods exist. So you say. We've both been in the same room as... You know. Of course. I remember it well. What a day that was. Okay. Here's the form. So what now? Next, we review the plan. You already have a plan? You didn't even know what I wanted you to steal. Not steal. Adjust. All jobs are variations on a theme, and you're very predictable. I don't think that's entirely fair. What would you say are the six most reassuring words in the English language? Why do you- The six most reassuring words. Now. Everything is going going to be be alright. Okay, I'll give you that, but I think those are everyone's. (laughs) This time tomorrow. What? This time tomorrow. You'll receive notice of the plan. That's all for now. Did I... do something to upset you? No. Should I pick different words? It might have made you more interesting. What are your six words? No one can hear you scream. That doesn't sound very reassuring. It is when I'm the one saying it. Maddie, you don't look well. Still not my name. And not a great conversation starter. No, I only meant... You look much more harried than usual. Have your sleeping habits been in sync with your circadian rhythms? Is that the name of my phone's default alarm tone? No. Circadian... Then no. Delivery for IRC. What? Oh, begonias! One of the most hypoallergenic flowers. Someone must think you're very special. Someone should be prepared for disappointment. 
This has to be a mistake. I don't make mistakes. I wouldn't mess with him, Em. Delivery workers know things. Don't tell my landlord that. Oh, no. Meet at 3.30 p.m. on Friday outside the Godshead State University Admissions Building at the entrance adjacent to Quetzal Commons, wear black and come alone. Do not bring any identifying information with you. From there, we will provide further instructions. You are wondering why we are not telling you more about the plan in advance. For my own security. It is not for your own security. What we are doing is legal. Well, that's reassuring. L- Locate. E. Enter. G. Ghost. A. Acquire. L. Leave. Legal. There's a similar process for getting a law degree, although those have more prerequisites. E. O. M. What was that about security? Uh, my secret admirer can't tell me who they are for my own security. You know what that means. That they work for a corporation specializing in theft and they need to cover their tracks in order to communicate with me? (laughs) Maddie, you say the most fancifully unnerving things. Your secret admirer is obviously the delivery person. His badge was on the front of his windbreaker. No real delivery person wears their badge that prominently unless they're showing off or just trying to pass themselves off as a real thing. Did you used to work as a delivery person or something? No. I just have an extreme eye for detail. I see everything. Gods, I hope not. You're late. I had to wait for my clothes to finish in the dryer. I only have one black outfit. No, you don't. Your socks are navy. Take this. Ahoy. This is Amit. He'll be handling the technical aspects and giving you instructions. A walkie-talkie? Really? Please save all feedback for your debriefing questionnaire. Don't feedback, just... Is your other phone a tin can on a string? Don't be absurd, that would be a trip hazard. Down the hallway to your right, uh, you should see a door marked with a two-dimensional simulacrum of a human being standing alone inside a black void. You mean... the restroom sign? Yes, the restroom sign. The door beyond that is marked with the letters B-A-S-E... It says basement. I can read. Go through the basement door and descend into the lower ground floor chamber. Copy. That's a lot of filing cabinets. You'll have to find your name in the computer directory to locate the correct cabinet. I'm getting you in in... Five, you're in. Keyword Chandrapankam. Two file locations found. Adjacent. Imogen, you go fetch the file. Ahmed is going to loop the security feed through this computer so I can stay here and keep an eye on things. Seems like I'm doing most of the work here. Would you rather be sitting in front of a computer typing semi-incoherent strings of numbers and letters? No. Me neither. Enough. Imogen, the file will be in row 40, cabinet C. Start walking. A, B, C. Okay. Iris, I hope you're in here. No. 
No, 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 this, this can't be right. No, 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 no. Chandra Punkum Imogen Chant Matthias. It should be right here. Well, it's not showing up, sis. We should be done already. What are you looking at? That's my freshman ID photo. So young, so naive, so full of hope. Let us take care of the technicalities. Is that campus security? Are they coming in here? Would you believe us if we said it was part of the plan? Less than I would before you asked that. Shh, everything's going to be alright. What is happening? Shh. Wait, do you hear that? No! Stop trying to distract me, stop lying to me, and stop treating me like a child! What is going on? You really want to know? You're done, Imogen. What? You're finished. You think you can drag along capital claims and adjustments on a string like some dog toy that your parents bought you for $24.99? Campus security are on their way. They don't appreciate people breaking and entering in their files. You're... You're framing me? You can't do that! You signed the Hold Harmless Agreement. And we held up our end of the bargain. You have your academic records. Whether the campus security will let you keep them is another question. And of course... Gods, what is that noise? Amit, are you hearing this? Uh... Sounds like so. Aha! Ah, ah. Does anyone want to tell me what's going on here? Oh, Lori, how nice to see you. That filing cabinet must have felt nice and womb-like for you. How are there two of you? She looks nothing like me. We are literally identical. Our aesthetics. I'm wearing your clothes. Badly. There are two of you? Actually, three. You didn't tell her, did you, Lori? This is a family business. I cannot believe you, Dolorseat. We're doing this for your own good, Lori. If you had just blackmailed the landlord into adjusting Imogen's letter like we told you to, we wouldn't be here right now. Swooping in on my clients? I expected better from both of you. What I don't understand is why we're all here right now instead of writing up last week's adjustment reports at our treadmill desks in our separate offices. Oh, right. Someone decided to unmask themselves and put all of our identities at risk, leaving our fates in the stubby hands of a mediocre (gasps) advice columnist. Her hands are perfectly normal. What is not normal is to have hands that look like flesh-colored walking sticks. Our hands are literally identical! Mediocre advice columnist? The advice itself is sound, but you have a tendency to shoehorn in pseudo-intellectual tangents, then finish off with some general statement that relates more to those philosophical musings than to the situation at hand, as though you're unable to answer a question without obliquely relating it to some event in your life that you haven't dealt with yourself. Okay, that's fair. He also said your relationship advice sounds like it was written by an alien anthropologist fascinated yet disgusted by human courtship rituals. That was a compliment. Enough. Dollar seat, mind your own business. We all share the same business. It's a family business. And Amat, why are you even helping her? 
We had to send the knives away for sharpening today. And Imogen, why are you adjusting your graduation records if you didn't even graduate? Because I'm not after my own records. I'm here for my sisters. Well, we all have our little secrets. And it looks like we're all still going to get what we want. Except you, Lori. <laughs> oh, I'm getting what I want. Lauren, what did you just do? I'm giving the people what they want. Did they kill someone? <laughs> what? What? No! No one wants that. I'm a person. I wanted it. Lorem, what did you just do? Amit! It's too late. I can't stop it. Lorem, you are the most irresponsible, puerile... Go on. <laughs> go ahead and rant. You know who's celebrating? Me and the 20,000 students who just received acceptance emails from God's Head State University. Lorem, those students were supposed to be rejected. <laughs> well, letting the university choose every single year hardly seems fair. We are having a serious talk about this at family dinner tonight. Good luck getting out of campus security in time for the hors d'oeuvres! See? Now I never would have locked us in. I have sophistication. Oh gods. Oh gods. Imogen, compose yourself. We're trapped and going to campus jail, and I still haven't paid my parking tickets from junior year. And you won't pay them today either. There's an emergency exit door. Dollar Seat and Ahmet don't know about it because they can't read a building schematic to save their lives. Come along. Why are you still helping me? As if I'd abandon a loyal client. Do you have the records? They weren't even there. The only thing I could find was a dollar bill folded into a bow tie. I was wondering why you brought that, but I'm not one to judge a newcomer's methods. Do you have someone you can call? Call for what? A getaway, Imogen. We can't exactly ride the campus shuttle off into the sunset. Uh, right. Yeah. I know someone. I still cannot believe you thought Dollar Seat was me. You're identical. Sure. Take the side of the person who just tried to frame you for a break-in. It's not a side, it's a fact. Let me make this simple for you. Dollar Seat is not good at the drift. Ahmed is okay at the drift, but then it just gets weird. I am excellent at the drift. Let's just not talk. I hope you know I'm taking you off the capital claims and adjustment corporate holiday card list. And the promotional emails. This rate, you'll be lucky if we continue selling your information to third-party advertisers. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You gave me a card for a free adjustment. I asked for one. What did you expect? I thought you saw me as an individual, perhaps even a peer, but nay, I'm just your garden-variety adjuster, hiding on the upper shelf of your armoire like everybody else. Seriously? You're not like anyone else. The point I've been trying to make this entire time, you should have seen right through Dollar Seat and Ahmet's ruse. Oh, come on. You wouldn't send heist plans in a bouquet of begonias? Imogen. 
I would have sent irises. Shut up. Em, are you okay? Your seventh call worried me so much that I ended family meditation early to answer. You sounded like you were having a panic attack. Oh, who's your friend? We're acro-yoga partners. Madeline Monday. You didn't tell me you did acro-yoga? Which of you is the flyer? Oh, Imogen is the flyer, of course. I don't... Earl Grey Latte with lavender syrup. Your usual. That's not my usual. <laughs> Give it time. This one's on me. I'm only drinking this because my favorite kind of hot beverage is free and caffeinated. Not bad. So, time for business. You have questions. Do you have the next two weeks free? Because I have a lot of questions. Hmm... Well, I could cancel my wedding photography date on Wednesday. You know that was a joke, right? Of course. And since when? Not important. I came here to talk about this. Hmm. Well, it appears to be a newspaper, though I suppose it could be a jaunty hat with a little expert origami. The possibilities are endless. This isn't... Alternatively, if you decide to open a street food stand, I'd say you have the first 20 or so wrappers for your comestible wares right here. I'm talking about the article. False admission letters attributed to spectral presence. Hmm. Well, if the headline is any indication, it appears we had nothing to do with it. I egged the printer's car this morning. I should warn you, not everyone appreciates it when you make art out of their possessions. It wasn't art. It was to distract him so that I could sneak into his office to view the damage before it went to print. But instead of our pictures, I see this picture. A guy giving a thumbs up wearing a backwards baseball cap and a tuxedo from, what, the 90s? The approver. What? Did you actually read the piece? Did you? (laughs) I didn't need to. In the past, the approver has been known to graffiti rooms with check marks and smiley faces, submit positive reviews of student art installations to the school paper, and give every establishment within a mile radius of campus a five-star Yelp review. These patterns would have taken years to set up. There's no way... It started as a pet project, but I figured I could turn it into an asset one day. Well, how? The Approver is one of my more useful spectral aliases. Him, the Lost Vegetarian, and the Absent Cameo. I'm also fluent in Esperanto. What can I say? Not all of my investments have paid off. That still doesn't explain why hundreds of academics have no problem believing the entire fiasco was executed by a ghost. A ghost is no less believable than a god. A god signs my paychecks. An alleged god. Are you familiar with Occam's Razor? Uh, Of course. It's the idea that the simplest explanation is the best. I have my own version, Lorem's Razor. The most palatable explanation is the best. Wouldn't you say it's a bit more appealing to believe that thousands of false letters of admission were sent out in a freak accident by a spectral presence? 
Certainly more believable than a 20-something college dropout with zero adjustment experience commissioning a job worth thousands of dollars to steal her sister's records in broad daylight. Thousands? Like, thousands? Not to mention that the job could have been more easily accomplished by Alpha, sending them a handwritten letter every day for a month until they capitulate. Beta, pretending to be your own sister and requesting the records in person, or Gamma, invoking an obscure legal precedent which anyone knows is the easiest way to accomplish anything. I guess you know what you're talking about. I may have also promised the copycat a 12-course sashimi dinner with a typo-free menu in exchange for our protection. The copycat would never. He didn't. But then we got to chatting, and he's such a lovely fellow. We decided to have the dinner together anyways. We bonded over the underappreciated arts. Fish-based bribery or not, I think I owe you one. This time next week? That's it? You just want me to get coffee with you? You're drinking a tea latte. What I want is your audience for a business proposition. We have a mutual interest in a particular line of inquiry. Just vague enough to be terrifying. Great. The only thing we have to fear is dodecahedrons. Nothing should have that many vertices and no clear purpose. That's what you're afraid of? Well, maybe next time I'll be afraid of getting caught. That is perfectly rational. Imogen, a word of advice. If you intend to journey further down this path, you can't expect to keep your sneakers clean. You're going to have to walk through the mud and toe the line, tracking mud onto the line if necessary. That's a bit of a mixed metaphor. There's a reason you're not ready for a life of crime. To commit a crime, you must either have an identity that you are willing to shed at a moment's notice, or an identity that is utterly unassailable. My identity happens to be both. Imogen, this is where you asked what that identity might be. You already gave me your business card. Imogen. (sighs) Who are you? I am Lorem Ipsen, executive adjuster at your service. Anyway, I have to hurry along. Until next week. And if you're still troubled over this little episode in higher education, just repeat to yourself the six most reassuring words in the English language. Everything is going to be all right? (laughs) No, it's trust me, I'm a professional magician. Dear Hierarchy Anarchy, it sounds like you're experiencing a case of mistaken identity. Mistaken identity makes for a great fairy tale, especially the kind where you find out you've been an heir the entire time and your parents aren't dead or evil or stupid like you originally thought. They just misplaced you and let you get kidnapped while the castle was being cleaned. But here in the real world, mistaken identity can lead to embarrassment. You may feel embarrassed that you neglected to introduce yourself to your coworkers, but consider that your coworkers likely also feel embarrassed for treating you like an intern. You missed an opportunity to present yourself as an authority figure, but think of this as the ultimate clean start. Now is your chance to show your coworkers that you are a manager and own that identity. Make it unassailable. Even if it doesn't come naturally to you, remember to have confidence. You don't need to feel like a fraud. A magician doesn't feel like a fraud because they didn't actually make a boy levitate. You were hired for this job because you're a professional. 
or you can give the illusion of being one. Those might as well be the same thing. Incidentally yours, Maddie Monday. You can't be serious. When have I ever been insincere with you, Imogen? I'm not answering that. No matter. My candor is obvious. The gods are people whom we are told have exceptional abilities in one thing or another. But any human with certain predispositions and proclivities and a healthy level of ambition could achieve as much. All we have as proof are certificates from the ever-so-hush-hush Divine Council, insisting that these individuals are, as your friend Turner likes to say, preternaturally atypical. But Tervis was able to- You need to look beyond the Turner, dear Imogen. How Tervis opened that door could have a number of explanations, but you're focusing on one little puzzle piece, and you're missing the larger jigsaw image of a beloved seaside town barraged by giant cephalopods. That's strangely specific. Do you know what's even stranger, Imogen? You? (laughs) Don't make me blush. I know for a fact that there is an entire industry for divine stand-ins, sometimes referred to as vanity gods, which, as you might guess, are people hired to pretend to be gods. Some of these stand-ins liked the attention and have built careers upon it. Are you familiar with the god of dentists? No. Stand-in. So is the god of catchy tunes, the god of fresh produce, and the god of next-day delivery. You realize this sounds like a conspiracy theory, right? Are you even listening? I am. I've heard enough. I don't know why you think I want anything to do with this. And put away your presentation board. It's attracting attention. Oh, so the engineering student who's hogging the power outlet with his 3D printer is fine, but I bring in a trifold presentation board and suddenly it's a problem? Did you have to use red yarn to link the images? Well, I was going to use blue, but Dollar Seat stress knitted the rest of it into a hooded cowl, which, I might add, the barista complimented me on, but you didn't. Either way, it's good to know you aren't colorblind. That would make things difficult. I don't even want to know. I will never again trust a dog to defuse a bomb. Rest in peace, Archimboldi. But I digress. I expect, nay, I'm sure that you want something to do with this. Okay, I don't really... Do you remember how we met? How could I forget? Have you ever thought about who else besides your parents hired me to adjust your possessions? Who else might want to erase records of your sister and her work? Okay, I'm listening. Weren't you ever curious about that fancy new position Iris got offered last year? On that biopic about, uh, which god was it? I don't know. I don't think the movie ever came out. Ah, right. Must have been devastating, all that costume design for nothing. She wasn't working on costume design. It was, like, special effects. Prosthetics, flash paper, also way too many sets of really nice fake teeth. Like, what kind of movie would need 20 sets of fake teeth? Don't look at me like that. What was it she used to say? If the gods tell you to do something, you do it. Don't act like you know anything about Iris just because you read a letter she wrote when she needed help. I won't. As long as you don't pretend there isn't something more going on here. 
fine. I thought my sister was just regular missing, but maybe she's caught in a vast conspiracy that could topple the concept of godhood as we know it. Happy? Isn't it nice to be part of something? Sure. So are you always this paranoid? It's a lifestyle choice. Take a trip to the bottom of the lake To go and drown all the pictures that I take When you're looking away And you don't hear me say I'm missing you And everything you do This has been episode three of the God's Head Incidental. This episode features Ishani Kanakar as M, Maya Armstrong as Therese, Cole Burkhardt as Lorm Ipsum. This episode also features Megan Charlo as Dolor Seat, Caleb Connor as Ahmet, Emma Purinen as Hierarchy Anarchy. Yeah, who made that up? Hierarchy Anarchy. Been some weirdo. The God's Head Incidental is created by Kara Allenfelt and Amy Giacomucci. Sound design for episode three is by Jonesy Jones. Recording engineering for episode three is by Philip Geisert. Our production manager and assistant editor is Abby Norling Ruggles. Our social media publicity manager is Hannah Allenfelt. Our theme music is composed by the unbelievably talented Irene Jong and mixed and mastered by the equally unbelievably talented Madhav Guy. Our credits music is Everything You Do by Irene Jong. Our cover art is by the also unbelievably talented, who knew so many people could be unbelievably talented, Maddie Road Design. Check out the links to her work and all our contributing artists in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and please give us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at GodsHeadPod and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash GodsHead. Some current Patreon offerings include monthly advice columns like, what should I do if a former friend just happens to be selling an RPG based on my life? As well as other perks like two-day early episode release. This episode, we'd like to shout out one of our Indiegogo supporters, Sarah Zanowski. We are so happy to have you here in Godshead. Stop by the Tourism Center for a city map that's 10 years old and a complimentary pile of breadcrumbs. Ninety-nine fresh sharpened knives in the wall. Ninety-nine fresh sharpened knives. You take one down, you stab the ground. Ninety-eight fresh sharpened knives on the wall. Ninety-eight fresh sharpened knives on the wall. Ninety-eight fresh sharpened knives. You take one down, you stab the ground. Ninety-seven fresh sharpened knives on the wall.